When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR to sign up for a new account. Get amazing odds boost every single day. We got a pick of the week for you. This one goes out to our boy Kale Sorbo. Sorbo. You can get Michaela Schifrin to win the women's slalom at plus 110. She's not even the favorite. This is the deepest DNVR cut of a joke. I've heard she's better than Lindsey Vaughn. I've heard <laughs> around the room. <laughs> oh, Lord. Go get yourself some good odds on the Winter Olympics at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our pick of the week if you want, or go with whatever bet your heart desires. Right now, when you sign up with code DNVR, you can get a 56 to 1 odds on any of the remaining divisional NFL games. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. To DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ruto, AJ, Megan, coming at you. Do you guys need a nap? as much as I do after Bro. that game. I don't know I don't, I don't know about Megan, but I know you and I are going to be... Yeah. <laughs> uh, what time is it right now? It's like 8. 8 o'clock Man. straight up. Going to be in bed by 9.30. <laughs> yep. Spons Neither gonna... one of us are going to see 10 o'clock. <laughs> no shot. No shot after this hockey game. Uh, the F's win. Barely. To keep the streak alive at home. 15 straight on home ice. Which is great. You have to have a streak like this. You have to have some games like this. True. Where you probably don't deserve to win. I. When you have like forty-eight shots on goal, do you really? Can you really say you don't deserve to win? Look, because you played totally apathetic defensively. First period, Avs deserve to win this hockey game. Okay. Second and third period, Avs. Don't feel as good about it. A little iffier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And I guess overtime abs clearly deserve to win as oh, well. The, yeah. But overtime, I mean, like their one puck possession was awful. Yeah. And then the abs just went down and were like, all right, well, we got a scoring chance and then we want to face off and then we changed players and well, we just, this game's over now. So neat. Sucks to suck. 0-7 in overtime for them yeah, this year. Yeah, that's brutal. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> multiple times during this hockey game, Montreal attempted to make a play, and I believe I said, this team is so fucking bad. Because they just couldn't make a play. No, they're stinky. They genuinely could not make a single effective play for the vast majority of this hockey game. Yeah. And the Avs let them hang around, and that doesn't feel very good. It just does not feel like a game where you're super confident in the abs. I think 
from all three of us at any given time in the third period, we're all going, boy, I don't trust that person. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting because it was rotating between the three of yeah. us. <laughs> it wasn't like we were all a like... singular player. And one guy would get the puck and we would all just go, oh my God. It was like a different guy got a puck and a different one of us would be like, Jesus, here we go. <laughs> Jack Johnson showed up on the screen and indigestion just started <laughs> in my body. And it was just like visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just awful. It's, uh, it is what it is. I, I, I never know how to talk about wins like this because it's like you play a certain way. You know, you put up, you put up kind of an offensive onslaught onto a guy that you should have dropped six on. He plays really well. For sure. You still score three. You do, you do get the the magic one, number. You get the one inch of bad luck. Yeah. That changes the game from 3-1 to... Back to 2-1. Back to, back to 2-1, and then they get the power play. After they weren't going to call anything, yeah. they somehow come mm-hmm. out with three penalties on a play where they originally were in, were calling had, none. Had none, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it ends up in a 2-2 game. and So, like, you get... They're like, there's some things that go... Uh, not really against you. It's not like a bad break that they were offside. You're just talking about an inch of timing, right? Yeah. Like ch- ch- that much ice, and it's 3-1. And so, you know, you you don't feel cur- – you don't feel – I mean, I don't know how you come out of this feeling, like, great about it, but you're not ever going to be like – Oh no, they lost. Yeah, like, this sucks. Yeah, like, oh no, they've won 15 in a row at home. <laughs> right. What a bunch of bums! Like, I don't. Uh, it's it's an odd, it's an odd game to, to kind of try and break down. They look. They started the night 9-0 and one in their last ten, and they ended the night 9-0 and one in their last ten. It's a pretty good way to be. Uh, good clean living. It's yeah. a stark contrast from what Montreal, the position that they're in now, too. You almost have to be grateful that we're in this position, and the worst thing that we have to think about is a game that wasn't played for the Avalanche at their best. Yeah. But they still win. And now we've had three games in a row of this conversation of, yes, well, the Avs have kind of get away with it. Yeah, like, I don't want to say they got outplayed, because in no way can you make the argument they got outplayed. They got outgoalied. It's just that all that they got... They gave back in terms of quality of chances. You couldn't watch tonight and not notice the seven odd man rushes the yeah. Canadians had. The fourth Apathetic. odd man rush in the second period is like, they're going to score a goal two eventually. Clean, like two clean breakaways. Yeah. yeah. You know, like like the Avs would get a power play and they were like, odd man rush coming up. <laughs> and it just, it, I don't know, I... They they created plenty, you know. The their special teams did well, looked good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the power play especially was <laughs> quite effective. Yeah. But you know your your PK can't get through two PKs against it, the worst power play in the NHL. Like I know it's been kind of rolling lately, yeah, but Suzuki's a three game point streak. Yeah, well, and you're you're right back against Montreal. You give up power play goals to Montreal and LA, who don't. There's two bad power plays. Yeah, yeah. and you're just kind of like, all right, 
it's... I don't know, it's, but you also win a game where <laughs> your top line does nothing. Like, I know Landis Cog gets that game winner at the end. So it's like, but, 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 but your top line does nothing. Even, all game long. Even that, that goal by Landy is all nuke, right? It like, is. It's, 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 Taves, it's Taves making good decisions with the puck. Nuke outworking guy making a nice play. And Landy just has to tap at home. Like, yeah. it, Landy just happened to be the guy that was there. None of that is Landy related. No, his shot quality earlier in the game, just nothing of note being no. sent to the net. He didn't do anything. You're, you're looking at that top unit on the power play, and it's like your your best shooter right now on unit one it was Devon Taves when they mi- they they mixed the unit up because Kale McCarr took a high stick to the face, and you have Miko yeah, Mac- an uncalled high stick. Yeah, like they, they called blatant. like three high stickings in this game, yeah, and that one Kale like, McCarr ah. takes one, and they were just like, I think we're we're done. His <laughs> cheeks are penalty. so naturally rosy; they didn't realize he'd been hit. True. Can't argue with the logic, all right? Um, But despite the top line not doing their thing, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Megan, as we go chronologically a little bit. Is Alex Newhook a 20-goal scorer this year? Oh, yeah. Yes? I like the confidence. How much of a boon is a guy like Alex Newhook playing on your third line? To have him on the third line and play as well as he is, absolutely. At 20? He's 20 years old? He is 20. Yeah. Oh, to be 20. Such an advantage. (laughs) It is. It's It's depth. It's huge. On a night where you're going down the list of forwards and you're not not giving out a lot of high grades tonight if you were on grades if it were no. me yeah evan evan's like really Logan this is O'Connor my return to grade all these games and i come back to grading these two games <laughs> the king's game and this Maltz have had more shots on net than jt comfer oh. I, I would struggle to find a positive tonight for JT Comfort. It's really bad. Yeah, there's no blocked shot off his knee for an assist <laughs> to true. bail him out on this one. Very true. And, you know, we talked about it in the pregame show. I gave the options of do you want this to be a game where your top line dominates or do you want it to be a get-right game for your, your bottom guys? And really it felt like neither. It felt like they got by with great play from Alex Newhook and please save us defensemen like they they do rely on quite often. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Devon Taves ends up with three secondary assists. Yep. And by no means had a good game. I don't... Defensively, yeah. Like, what a great bad game to have. Oh, I had a three-assist night. <laughs> Could have been assholes better. are talking about him are, playing poorly. Are, are, are expectations too high? Are expectations no. too high for this team? Mm-mm. No? No, I don't think so. Because we're not sitting here drilling them for losing. We're just saying, hey, you didn't play very well. But one of the classic marks of a team that's pretty damn good is that when you have your C game, you walk out with two points anyway. You find a way. You just have to find ways through the world that you live in. We've talked a lot about this in the last few weeks. You know, especially with them going into overtime and having to play so many games beyond regulation and blah, blah, blah. But you you play the game that you're in. You you, you know, you're, 
you would love to be up 4 nothing on Montreal. Five minutes to go in the third period. That wasn't the world they were living in. It is what it is. So, you know, they, and they, you look at the end of that game, where did those, where did the, who had the better scoring chances in the last three minutes of that game? The Avs pushed. And then overtime started. Montreal didn't do shit. True. They win the opening faceoff, walk down, just give up the puck. And then that was it. Like the Avs, like it was over a minute later. The Avs, the Avs had it the rest of the time. Yeah. They just got into the extra session and dropped the hammer and made the play. And, you know, some credit here. I thought he should have been our king of the game. But Darcy Kemper was great tonight. Darcy Kemper, how many times him getting a glove on Tyler Toffoli or him him eating up a guy totally alone in front of the net? First shift of the game, there's a guy alone in front of the net. Kind of set the tone for the entire night. The Avs never really cleaned it up. Yeah. In terms of scoring chances and high-danger chances, I haven't looked it up. But I've got a pretty good feeling that when I do, Montreal's going to come out on the better end of that one. It's And even if they don't, it will be way too many given up oh, by the by sure. the Avalanche against a team that is this bad. I I love that you brought up Kemper. All you really ask of your goaltender is for them to give you a chance to win the hockey game. And that's exactly what Darcy Kemper did, did tonight. Yeah. So it, it, certainly on the first goal, there's not really anything you can do to fault Dar him. Darcy Kemper almost had an assist in overtime. True. If McKinnon scores on that rush, Darcy Kemper gets an assist. This close to having a point. Could have done it all tonight. Could have done it all tonight. Not quite, but maybe that's more on the F skaters than anything. Um, is... <coughs> So let let's bring out the concernometer. Where is your concernometer ultimately on tonight? Is it the W is a W and I'm never going to think about this again? Is it they need to play better than this? Is it some alarm bell should be ringing? Where are we at? I've low level of concern. Okay. Um, I think that the Avs just looked a little tired at points and apathetic I think is the word that you use but I don't think that it's um, long term diagnosis I think they'll be fine okay. I'd like to forget about this game though <laughs> it's forgettable definitely not one that's going to hang around in the memory bank for very long for me I can tell you that much AJ concerned at all yeah I'd put me at a 4 Okay, because they've now gone in beyond regulation against Chicago, Arizona and Montreal in the last 3 weeks all right, now we're talking about the soft schedule that they've had coming up. Well, they had a pretty soft schedule coming in. They're still requiring a lot of extra time. You know, going to a shootout against Minnesota. Good team. Yeah, it's a good, good team with the goalie who was awesome that day. You live with that. That's stuff that happens sometimes. It's a good team. It's a good hockey game. This should not have been in that category. I will say, and... This is going to be worth whatever it's worth to you. The Avs never trailed in this hockey game. It's true. They were never behind. Did yeah. they make it harder than it has to be? Yeah. Yeah. But they were never on the scoreboard in jeopardy of losing the hockey game. I like that. It's pretty positive. 
I know, pretty I mean, rare, <laughs> rare take for me to be positive. I mean, it's but. true, though. Like, I mean, they, it's true. It's a good they point. Weren't, they it's, weren't losing. It's good to put it in that perspective. And when it got to be 2-2, I would say I think their defense did pick up a little bit. Um, I think it kicked them a little sense of urgency into them because I thought that they did start to play a little bit better. I agree. And then, I mean, you get into overtime, it's not even close. Yep. Right? Like, it's so lopsided. When you get into overtime, and you're just like, okay, well, they did they all of the everything that happened in overtime was Colorado-related. And that's just a good team that's like, okay, well, we're done. We're it's, done with this. Uh, I mean, you look at... I know we've, we've done this for years, and it hasn't necessarily translated, but you look at the start of that three-on-three, and you're like, oh... The Avs literally have three all-stars on the ice. Yeah. And the Canadians are have Tyler Toffoli out there, who's a good player. Hey, they've got Nick Suzuki's their <laughs> all-star. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are seven players on the Avs that have more points than Nick Suzuki. Well, not tonight. Well, on the season, Gerard passed him tonight, so... By Nick Suzuki. <laughs> Never see him again. That's right. Uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. Be sure to check it out at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it at a liquor store near you. Or you can check it out here at the bar with eight different kinds on tap. Highly recommend you come on down. It's The vibes tonight were great. I, yeah. I, NFL playoffs helped, but it was a healthy mix of abs yeah, fans that I, were like, Football is dumb! I was proud of the Avs fans that showed up tonight yeah. and was like, nah, we ain't about this playoffs yeah. in the NFL. What is this, Green Bay in San Francisco? Who cares? I'm uh, here for this, all right? That's why it's I liked the it. DNVR bar and not the football bar. Yeah, I liked it. All right? They out here. So come on down. Have a good time at the bar. Maybe if you're, if you're trying to pull an AJ and looking to move a little bit closer to the bar, you can hit up Chevalier Mortgage. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business for a very, very long time now here in Colorado. They can help you find not just the right home for you, but the right home loan for you. Mike is a certified financial planner who can get you the right loan for your entire financial picture. <clears throat> you don't want to be house poor, all right? Or maybe you do. I don't know. That choice is yours, ultimately. Whatever you want, they'll find the right thing for you. I know this because that's literally what they're doing for me right now. So we're getting hooked up with, uh, with our mortgage stuff right now. We're finally uh, looking to buy a house. So I'm excited. Congrats. Thank you. You guys, you guys, couldn't, uh, you guys couldn't have bought a house, so I would have had a soft landing spot. Oh. <laughs> Didn't have to try and find a place to live last minute because of some psycho-ass nonsense. Oh, my gosh. Look, why I, couldn't you guys just bought a house <laughs> faster is what I'm saying. You guys hired me a year earlier. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's our fault. Uh, yeah, right. that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I see. You can hit up both Megan and Virginia at dnvrmortgage.com to get a free consultation and your chance to win some DNVR merch. Or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Megan, have you figured out your bad food take yet? Oh, boy. Oh, someone already put in the chat the ketchup and French toast. They, ans they answered for me, and I think that's a bad answer, so I'm sticking with it. Wow. All right. 
That's it's not a good answer. It's I'll, not good. Uh, so uh, let, let's get some qualifiers in on this. You don't also put syrup on it. No. Okay. That's not as bad then. Dude, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a because it's so like sticky and right, thick and yeah. then, consistency wise that would not be. How, how, did, how did this take come about? Was this like, because people will put ketchup on eggs. I think, too, my my dad, he grew up really poor. And so I think it was just whatever sauce they had available. And they just tried put it ketchup. And okay. he introduced it to us. And it didn't taste bad. All right. Ooh. Well, now everyone's just talking about mayo on burritos anyway. <laughs> so. Somehow that's not... As somehow that's worse than ketchup on French toast, chat? Yeah. Come on. Dude, the, the mayo on a burrito? That's well, a good we're point. lucky that that did not cause an international incident <laughs> with Mexico. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a mayo brand for burritos and I'm gonna call it Dosa Zero, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is what's gonna happen. Full blooded. <laughs> All right, getting back to this game, it also got to the score of dos a zero. Uh, Avs <laughs> <laughs> managed to pick up the second goal. Val Nachushkin, ultimately the guy that puts it in. Uh, you can say the five-on-five five play was questionable tonight. You have to absolutely love the second power play unit, right? Jesus. Ketchup on ice cream is just disgusting. We've gone too far. <laughs> PP2. I wish I want to unread the chat at the, after that. That was awful. Ketchup on ice cream. We're going to call that, that flavor is PP2. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't expect it to be delicious. And yet, but for real, you get goals from Alex Newhook. You get goals from Val Nichushkin. You get genuinely great puck movement I think mostly coming out of Sam Gerrard yeah that's a great read from Nuke too who's fronting as Gerrard is coming around and he understands okay I'm going from trying to screen the goaltender and take his eyes away now I'm giving the I'm giving the passer in Gerrard a, a window here you know I'm giving him a target to actually throw the puck to he adjusts he found the soft spot in that zone that they provided him. He dropped into it, does a great job. Gerard makes a great pass, but that's so much of Nuke just being smart and finding that ice, and that was such a good job. And then from there, it's just a pretty easy finish. I, I loved Nuke in this game. I thought he was he was probably McKinnon and Nachushkin were probably the only two players come the end of the game that I trusted on the ice. Yeah. Everybody else, I was like, you're all bums! <laughs> but those two, I trust. Yeah, he was dishing hits. New hook, too. So other areas of his game were strong tonight outside of that one goal. And I trusted him on the ice. Yeah. You know, I think that's an interesting point. AJ, something that he's been watching, keeping an eye on with Val Nachushkin when he's been healthy. At times earlier in this year, it felt like a little bit of laziness creeping into Val Nichushkin's game on the defensive side. It didn't seem like it at all tonight. No, he was fully, he was the full-blown, you got the full Val Nichushkin experience tonight. Yep. <laughs> you got all the good stuff. 
He was big. He was physical. He worked really hard. He did a little bit of everything. Um, it's why it's why he's our king of the game. Uh, I don't know if that's ready or not. <coughs> look at that. But look at that stat line. That's a lot of stats to fit into the king of the game. King of the game, even. Like, that's a dude that just does everything for you. Yep. When's the last time you saw a forward with four shots blocked? True. He really stepped up his defensive game. It's, it's quality stuff. As I, he should. He has the physicality to do as much. <coughs> he's he's not a small human he's being. He's not easy. small. <laughs> so, it's it's an interesting conversation because the Avs have been doing a, a good portion of this winning streak with Nuke in and out of the lineup. Yeah. And you get him back, and what a difference it makes, right? Yeah, well, and look at what it does for that second line. They were dangerous, and Burakovsky's been flying around the last couple of games. Not doing a whole lot, but, but I, and I kind of feel bad for him because he's <laughs> flying around trying. I like the way he moved yeah, off and the <laughs> ice. He drove up the center uncontested for a minute there, but then he didn't do anything. Yeah, there was a lot of like, here he okay, it's done already. But it was fun to watch him skate it was, for a he few was seconds. Moving, yeah, wow. he was moving well. I, it's weird to see him be so engaged and not accomplish anything because it's usually not how it goes. It's usually... Not engaged, doesn't do anything, is engaged, has a four-point night. Right. You're just like, well, fucking YOLO. Okay, <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah. Like, this is the this is the experience that I get with Burakoski to to be as engaged as he was, to not get anything. It's odd. But watching the way that Nichushkin just sort of ties all of it together. Yes. Both makes you think, come deadline time, they don't really need to be desperate to go and get another top six guy. But if they did, think of the impact that Nachushkin could have on Alex Newhook on yeah. your third line. And just how all of a sudden you make that line just that much better. You throw a Logan O'Connor out there now, and it's just like the speed and the physicality and the defensive Definitely. acumen. Your third line becomes maybe your true X factor in a, in a seven-game playoff series. I would say so. That's a good point. Yeah. Especially if the guy that you go out and get is Claude Drew, and he's really good. Who? <laughs> Don't believe every rumor you see, chat. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people keep asking me, what's it going to take? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, Yeah, the Flyers keep playing the way they're playing. It might take a bag of peanuts. I mean, money-wise, you still can't figure it out. Like, True. There's so, there's so, oh, so much to go. Darn, JT, looks like you got to have a surgery on your bones. Bones? Yeah. Your, your bones need a surgery, JT. Dude, classic bone surgery. <laughs> it's very just standard a, medical Just a procedure. thing that you need. <laughs> we'll see. Is that you. upper or lower body? <laughs> I don't know, but I predict I, he'll be healthy on exactly April 30th. I think it would be really, really for just... JT Confer out indefinitely, in quotes. No bone stays. <laughs> no bone no stays. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, yep. Here for it, for sure. Um, all right. So, we, so we've talked about the good. The abs get up 2-0 in this game. And... Look, you want to be able to skirt by with with a two nothing lead at times. 
I, I do think that's fair. It is kind of annoying to watch them. I don't want to say keep blowing too, because like this week they've done a great job of playing really low-scoring hockey yeah, games they, and finding ways through them. They've had a couple of games now where it's like, oh, they actually held the lead and, and right. did a good job. But Yeah, and it's disappointing just to watch this formula play out again. Um, I think what I do like is that when the game starts to get in question again, in their it mind, back up. Yeah. You see the temperature come back up. Definitely. And you don't you don't love that they go cold like that in the middle of a game, and that they're just sort of like working their way through it, and they're just like, oh. like it's not a great mentality. But you remember, this is an eighty-two game grind. They know that there's something bigger on the other side. They have figured out that they do not have to play absolutely at their one hundred percent level best. So to win games in the NHL. They know now that they're good enough to get by. To get by on nights like this. I'm not saying they're necessarily doing it intentionally, but I do think that at some point, like there is a realization of we talked about in the pregame show, the load management. Yep. There's a realization that going all out, balls to the wall, every single night, crazy pants hard has an effect on you. Look at a guy like a Logan O'Connor. Yeah. You know, where he's he, gone pretty quiet now. Right. And now and and you you wonder if you know, is that did he just run out of talent again? Is it you know is it just he just hit that ceiling? Is it that he just goes too hard and it, he just can't do that every night and be successful at that kind of level? Unless you're one of the five players in the NHL that can. Right. Like it's it's just it's it's a lot and the abs have kind of figured out that they can kind of load manage their way through their schedule because when they needed to turn it up against minnesota it was there right and then they got they got through the california games and then kind of like with with arizona last week like they got through it it was closer than you would have loved to have seen it but they got the two it's ultimately what they're there they were there to do so it's still mission accomplished. So when the abs go cold in a games like this where they still manage to win, would you say that's a dry cold? I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, some of the numbers tonight, load management didn't really work out the way the abs would have wanted in a game like this where they're up 2 nothing. Taze played over 27 minutes. You got well over 22 from the Amps top line as well, despite their low-end play. At least McKinnon, rather. McKinnon had 2130. Uh, or Rantanen, sorry, had 2130 words. I can I can speak them. Mio. Uh, <laughs> it, it was Mio tonight. Mio Rantanen. It, it was definitely <laughs> Mio tonight. The, I wouldn't have given him any letters. None? Just <laughs> a blank? To, no he'd have to walk home. If I was if I was Nate McKinnon, I would have taken his car keys and his phone, so we can't call an Uber. You didn't want to you didn't want to work your ass off during the game. Well, you got to work your ass off to get home. Yeesh. I'm dude. I'm so over it. He he needs an attitude adjustment. He's driving me crazy. I, 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 the I entitled lazy bullshit that he's doing in games is no longer like. A little thing here, a little thing there. It's now taking over full portions it's, of his game. This was a guy that we thought a year ago was on the verge of being something really, really special. 
because he had figured out that he could just bully other players. And now it's gone the complete opposite direction where, hey, his points are all still there. So you can't come down on him too hard. He's still doing his job. But he is playing some of the laziest, most entitled hockey that we've ever seen out of him in his career. And it is really frustrating. Yeah. I, I Like you said, on a night where he gets two points, you're like, boy, I didn't like how that looked. But he got two points. What do you, what do you say? Yeah. On a night like tonight where he does nothing, gets no points. Yeah, and is actively hurting you at times. Yeah. With some of the cute shit. Yep. Not going to fly for, for a top-line player, for a guy who is supposed to be in the elite conversation. Yeah. And when he plays his best, absolutely is. Oh, my right. God, dude. He's so special when he really is fully engaged. He, of the top line, he's the one that looks like he is doing the most ghosting. Yep. Landy doesn't really have that ceiling in his skill sure. level. Sure. To totally get by like that. <coughs> it is different. I didn't think he, <laughs> think he played any well at all either. I didn't. I couldn't stand Landon Scott's game tonight. Yeah, I'd... I thought there were so many mental errors that are indicative of when he's at his worst. He just makes such poor puck decisions, and I thought they were all over the ice. And it looked like at a lot of times it looked like McKinnon was skating around with two boat anchors because I didn't have any problem with McKinnon I... tonight. I didn't have any issue with the effort. I didn't have any issue with the work ethic. He has some body language issues that drive you crazy sure. sometimes. But tonight, I loved his game, and I thought that he played with a certain level of intensity and, a, a, frankly, some heart that you didn't see from the other two guys on his line. They, they played self-defeating hockey, and it wasn't a huge surprise that, they, that their line accomplished very, very little. And we're going on several games now of them. They had the they had the power play goal in L.A. Yep. And that and I guess Landeskog gets the the overtime winner tonight because he's the guy standing there, but doesn't contribute in any way to that play, otherwise. And their top line, like outside of McKinnon, those two guys haven't done anything. And McKinnon, I thought bounced bounced back quite a bit tonight because the whole the whole line was bad in L.A. And I thought McKinnon bounced back tonight and actually looked like Nathan McKinnon with two absolute boat anchors just tied to him. Yeah, it's it's not a great look, but also uh, if you're going to pick a night for your bad line to look bad, like we've been saying this whole podcast, you can get away with it against a Montreal. And it's certainly something you don't want to make a habit of but a position where they made it work. And I, who's, who is the best defenseman tonight? Was it Gerard? Oh, I thought so. Okay. Who were, was anyone else on the defensive side serviceable? Let's start there. Oh, I thought Taves and McCard defensively were serviceable. Okay. I didn't like a lot of the reads that Taves made, but he made it work. Uh, and then I thought McCard defensively was really good all over the place. But once again, did not was nowhere near the Dynamic, electric, yeah, yeah game changing presence with the puck. Now we've seen him have such high highs, but you have to understand that those are unreasonable for those to can't do that sure. every night. Yeah. yeah, like we get if we get to see those fifteen times in a regular season, 
That's 15 more times than any of the other team is going to get. But you got to figure out who you are, you know, the other 60 games. And he's still, I think he's still trying to figure that out. But his defensive game was so solid tonight that, look, if he's going to be off on one end of the ice, this is not a Tyson Berry situation here where if that's not going, he's a, he's a problem for you. No. I really liked McCarr in his own, uh, in his half end? of the ice back. Anything beyond that? <sighs> okay. We have some more conversation to get to on this defense, but we are brought to you by the Colorado Raptors. You can head on over to the Infinity Park in Glendale this season and watch the Raptors for absolutely free when you go onto their website, the Colorado Raptors. I, actually, I believe it's the American Raptors now. Uh, I, I keep getting this wrong because I forget that they're like, yeah, we're so good that we just get to bring in players from across the actual country to play rugby here in Colorado. So jump on it. Go watch their stuff for free. You can also stream their stuff for free on their website. I uh, highly recommend if you haven't been to Infinity Park at Glendale, you have to go out there. You have to check out the experience. They have not just a great stadium, but they have a bunch of event space. They have an arcade that you can go to. It's a, basically just a dope day out to have some fun, whether it's watching sports or otherwise. So go check out the Colorado Raptors. You can also find the USA men's and women's 15 teams for rugby there. Our boy Colton Strickler has you covered on literally everything rugby in the United States. So go follow the DNVR rugby podcast. He'll even give you 101 pods if you're new to the sport and can hook you up that way. Secondarily, now is a great time to get a DNVR membership. You might want to jump on it for the abs so you can uh, lose your mind over games that they win. Or maybe you want to jump on it for the Broncos so you can lose your mind over who they're going to hire as a head coach. And then their quarterback hunt. And then the quarterback hunt. Year six of this conversation. <laughs> I'm so excited. Maybe you want to jump over the Nuggets so they can lose their mind about players getting healthy. Yeah. Maybe you want to jump on it for the Rockies so you can lose your mind about a team <laughs> that refuses to get better. Being the only one that will lose their mind over the Rockies. I thought you were just going to stop it. Lose your mind. <laughs> that, that would have been a good stopping point. You're correct. Uh, I think I think my mind might already be lost on that one, unfortunately. Uh, but we got a bunch of coverage for all of the DNVR sports. Also, we could also pretend like college basketball in Colorado matters. Hey, look, CSU's got one loss, dog. <laughs> yeah. One loss. Who was that to? Oh, an actual good team. They've, they've beaten top 25 teams, mm -hmm. too, this year, though. I'm just saying. Look, also, little, little Birdie told me, little Birdie told me uh, we might have some coverage that involves kicking a ball with your foot coming soon. We have tons of football coverage. <laughs> Got him. This ball is round, though. It's not an egg. No. So No hand egg? No hand egg in it up Man. in here. So, yeah, I'm just saying, keep your eyes peeled for that, too. Is it soccer, baseball? It is ba basketball, in fact. I see. <laughs> I don't. Did they ever kick a ball in basketball? I don't. I don't think they did. No. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, apparently, kickball is an American thing in Canada. It's soccer, baseball. Really? Yeah. 
This is a thing that I've been learning. And I'm like, kickball was right there, guys. Soccer baseball. <laughs> but whatever. They still need to ask England for permission to do anything. <laughs> a great day for Canada and therefore the world. Uh, all right. Go get your membership. Get yourself a free T-shirt along with an annual one. It's a great time. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Who's more upset with Jack Johnson? AJ or Megan? <laughs> I don't know if you're putting it to a vote between us because it's definitely AJ. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that face sums it up pretty well. His frustration pretty well. palatable. <laughs> I'm not thrilled with Jack Johnson tonight. I would Johnson rather continue tonight. living with my current roommate, who is completely insane, than watch another shift of Jack Johnson ever the way that he played today. It was really bad tonight, especially. It, so it felt like this game was coming a while for Jack Johnson because... He had been too serviceable well, too many games well, in a and, row. And he'd been serviceable to the point where you saw him start to try things. Dude, when he <laughs> tried styling twice yeah. in the first period, I was like, this is disrespect. It's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not taking this seriously at all. And then it looked like it. And then they were like, Jack, you're kind of bad. And then they started to disrespect him. And then so did I. Wow. And here we are. All right. I mean, if we're if we're in the lane of disrespect, if you get walked by Curtis McDermott, should you be allowed to continue playing in the NHL? Yeah, I don't know who that was, <laughs> uh, but the only reason that that was not an oh my god moment, you know, an I spit hot fire moment, <laughs> is because he immediately gave up away, a breakaway. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> he pinched once and gave up a breakaway. And that's the only reason it's not one of those types of moments. Okay. I'll allow it. I will allow it. Um, look, I, I think the best mindset for this game is to not overthink it too much. Could it be better? Absolutely. Do the abs win? Absolutely. Uh, did Dr. Dubs write a prescription? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Is that is that really all that truly matters out of today? Yes. Yo, I, I'm. We can talk about process and the power play and the PK and blah, blah. This game, what, 38, these, 39? Doesn't matter. These prescriptions, man, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to check into recovery pretty uh, soon. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to go to Dr. Dub rehab pretty <laughs> Dr. soon. Dr. Dub rehab. <laughs> Where we learn how to take the L's. Yeah, it's been a while. And we just hang out with the Coyotes gang. <laughs> True. They'll teach just, us. They can be our mentors. They, it turns into that first time meme. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have some super chats to get to. Let's hit those. $20. Very generous, Justin. Thank you very much. Not Dr. Dubs, but victory shots from your favorite nurse. Aww. 
thank you very much. I mean, I'm I'm down if they're not like bourbon again. Yeah, I mean anything fruity, and I'm yeah, I'm good on the the victory shots. But that throwing straight bourbon at us one night was not cool. Yep. Uh, I I don't know. Are we, I I guess we're not going to get victory shots. Sorry. Okay. Maybe we'll get some. Carrie. Not Rakia. I won't do it. Uh, Same. Carrie, thank you for the 279. Again, me and the wife love you guys on DNBR. Much love, my friend. Very appreciated. Uh, more from Carrie. Thank you very much. This wasn't pretty, but you guys always say it isn't easy to win in the NHL. Glad Nuke is back. Kemper is finding his game. Now, what do you guys think? All I'm going to say is Kemper for Vesna is back on the menu. Nah. All right. Kemperer shirts still available. Back on the menu. There you go. All, All right. this time that people waste talking about the Norris and shit 35 games in. Like, the Vesna's seen, where it's at. Have we seen over the last 10 games why you don't give Jack Campbell the, the Vesna? Regression? Like, you just, yeah. <laughs> you got to wait to see how this works out. It's a whole season. What whole if, season. What if us. you didn't, though? What if you didn't? Yeah. What if you just gave awards at the midpoint of the season and <laughs> said, screw it? Well, then we would talk about awards differently because <laughs> those would be real. And then what would we do at the end of the year? Have the all-star game. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be Switch fun. Switch them up a little bit. Uh, Super chat. From Degro. I tried. Uh G-Man sending love. What What is a G-Man? It's a New York Giant. That That's the G-Men. Are they individually well, G-Man? Yeah, exactly. They are <laughs> G-Man until they are together, in which they are the G-Men. Not G-Mans. Okay. All right, I'll allow it. Uh, McD with only 740 surprised at the no <laughs> OT time... What? Uh, <laughs> I would Curtis McDermott play an overtime. Yeah, I'm assuming that second half is like a meme. You trying to lose? You say only 740, but that's like the most he's played in a month. Yeah, 740. Like, I mean, he had the one it, game. It is. I think yeah. they're joking. <laughs> he had the one game where he played 10 minutes, but yeah. How much in the penalty box? Yeah, didn't, didn't go to the box tonight. Well, that's not true. He did go to the box tonight for something he didn't do, but... Uh... $5 Super Chat, uh, we know this would be a job of a game. <clears throat> yeah, when you come back home, it's always... Let down city? It's always kind of a coin flip, how you respond with that first game when you get back. Even though it wasn't a lengthy road trip. Yep. Those are the ones that you're like, you're going to lose that game. These uh, Those quick hitters, you just never really know. Okay. Especially uh, when the team, keep in mind that they are not practicing. Right. So Literally some of the some of the stuff they they are not working out. They're not practicing tomorrow either. For the record, they've already they were like, "Here's your schedule: no morning skate, no practice. See y'all for the game Monday." Like they're straight up like teams not like we'll practice after the All Star break. It's yeah. Fine. Like they're just <laughs> they've played so many games re- lately that they're just trying to get through it. They really are. Five dollars from Tommy Jost and Comfort for anyone. Okay, you wouldn't like that. You say that, but you would be so pissed off if they turned around and did it for anyone. Yeah. Because they would, they, what happened? They would do it for the Kiefer, they, they could do it for Cole Sherwood. 
and some other guy. He's hurt. Bring and then, and back Freddie Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's his given name? Is it really? No, this is just the meme that I was trying to force. Oh, God. I was trying to convince everybody that that, that was their birth names. His name is Freddie Hamilton Hamilton. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you, yeah. don't, you don't want to you don't want to trade. Thank you, for Anthony. Anybody. Like when I think of a G man, I think of like a dude in a suit. I thought it was Gerard. I thought he was like, this I mean, is for. I mean, that's that makes a lot of sense. Sammy, you bring up a good point. <laughs> I don't really have an argument against <laughs> that. Of uh, what, dude? Getting our shots is on you at this point, Yahir. That's your job. Yo, Godzilla. I'm looking for some Godzilla artwork uh, to throw up in my new place if anybody has any recommendations. Really? I'm open. Yeah. I, keep it in my I fucking love Godzilla. Just open a P.O. box. I'm sure you'll I get dozens. Yeah, so this Oilers, this Oilers meltdown, do you have thoughts about it? Uh, they're bad, and they stopped getting unreasonable goaltending from bad goalies. And they stop getting three points per night. Say that again. Who is this about? The Oilers. Do you have, oh. do you have thoughts about their implosion? I'm real pissy about it. Ah, got him. What's that? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not pissy about it. <laughs> I see. You are, though. <laughs> I... Is it a good thing that you show your emotions on the ice so the other team can see? <laughs> what a... <laughs> I, I shouldn't say anything. I don't. Uh, Leon Drysaddle, not the best answer I've ever heard. I don't, I don't entirely know what blame him. The best him, answer I've ever heard is. But number one bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I love to nail Yakupov's. Uh, we win we Canada. Win Canada's pretty good. Too. We win Canada was a tremendous, <laughs> an all-time that, great that's interview. That's like two yes. shots. I think. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, not the first alcohol that's been spilled on, uh, on these couches. Yeah, what? Are you sure you just... This is like a massive to, to thing. What is this? I think it's a gummy bear shot. No, it's a green tea shot. Oh. Amazing. Well, it smells oh. does like not juice. sound enticing. It's really good. Trust me. All right. Well, uh, victory. There's no way to get man drinks. To the G-men. Yeah. <laughs> to the G-men. <laughs> <laughs> It tasted pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I like that. It was a lot, but it tasted pretty yeah. good. You're right. It was a lot of liquid. All right. Uh, thank you for the winner shots again. Um, is, is there anything else we really want to cover in this game? Uh, ultimately, it, it really did feel like the Avs puck management through the, the first half of the third period was just non-existent. Yeah, it kind of felt like they it was a case of them waiting for something bad to happen to them, and then once it did, they were like, all right, it happened. Now let's go win now. <laughs> yep. Which isn't a great feeling, but again, like, they just keep finding ways to win games. I, it's really, really, really hard to nitpick a team that hasn't lost in regulation 
in, we're going on a month 12 now. 12 games now. Because, what is today? January 22nd. Yeah, January 22nd. It's been a full month. Since, since they, last yeah, this would have been their, they would have been going into the Christmas break. A month ago was their game in Vegas. Regulation loss. Yeah, ah. right. <laughs> and it was the whatever you want to call that Nashville game. Like, yep. yeah, we can absolutely, we can absolutely nitpick various levels of this. But the reality is, is that they just aren't losing games. They aren't. Would it be easier to talk about it if they were winning seven to one every night? Totally. Oh my God! They're they're amazing. What? Highlights, 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 highlights. But it, we're not there, and so we're talking about a team that's just winning in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But they're winning. Yeah. Like again, I talked. Uh, I, I mentioned the standings the other day. Teams are having eight one and one stretches and losing and losing ground. ground to the Avalanche. They are going sixteen out of a twenty possible points. Seventeen out of a twenty possible points. And losing ground. 19 out of possible 20 points. So you're talking, I mean, I, I don't know who all is playing in the NHL today. I don't know what the full slate of games is. But the Avs had, I think, a seven-point lead on Vegas coming in. It's a nine-point lead uh, at I, this moment. I think it yeah. was a seven-point lead, and they had games in hand. Yep. Like, they have... They they have the the we've talked we talked in the pregame there was this is an opportunity for them to take complete control of the central division and never look back. Was this pretty? No. Do they care about the point that they gave away to the Canadiens? No. It doesn't matter to them at all. They got two. Right. They got they get they they don't go to a shootout so they still get the row. You don't get the regulation win. But because they're so far ahead in points anyway, worrying about tiebreakers right now may not even matter. Like, they are at the point, they're on the precipice of building this into a lead where you're just like, this is going to take something epic for them to screw this up. Because it's not just the big lead in the Central. It's a big lead over everybody. And I don't know that Jack Eichel alone is, is going to make up that ground. It's certainly possible. And the Avs will lose games again. Yeah. No doubt they'll have a 500 stretch somewhere the rest of the season. But it's pretty incredible that they are finishing their fourth 10-game yes. segment. And they went, they started 4-5-1 and one and haven't even come close to losing games since then. Uh, a few things. Were you just checking standings? No. You son of a bitch. The Denver Broncos lost 10 games this season. The Avs will lose more than that. The Avs have lost eight in regulation so far this season. Yeah. And 11 total. Yeah. In 39 games? In 39 games. Two, while we're dunking on Nashville, Megan, what comes after two? Three. Good job. You are now qualified to be an NHL ref. I was really curious where this was headed. I'm very nervous. I was like, is this is this about to be some Elmo and Rocco shit? Like, what's about to happen? She could have said four, and I would have sent her off the podcast, okay? The abs don't have to count. Why do I need to? Okay, right now, uh, hold on, let me check the scores and see if anybody's playing. Uh, Nashville's about to win. Uh, 
So Nashville will then move back to four points behind Colorado with the Avs maintaining four games in hand. If they just keep this up and the Avs even just win two of those four games, that lead turns into eight. Yep. Nashville is irrelevant. Dusted. You're irrelevant out here. Minnesota has three games in hand on the Avs and the Avs have a 10 point lead. That's good. The Avs have a game in hand on St. Louis and a six-point lead. That's wonderful. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, it is. The Avs have two games in hand on Vegas and are up by nine right now. That's good. Their 756 points percentage is now number one in the NHL. The yep. Canes would have to win to keep up, I think, is the only team and that could. Tampa, maybe. They're 59 points a second. Behind, uh, tied with Tampa, behind Florida, who have 61. Which keep, they have in, keep in mind, on Florida, the yeah. 59 points that the Avs now have on the season is more than Arizona and Montreal probably get the entire season. Just for some pers- perspective here. Hey, but both those teams can say they got one point from Colorado. So, I guess that counts for something. And right now, the Avs... The Avs are on a 124-point pace. That's Holy. a lot. Yeah, and that includes the 4-5-1. and one. If I cut out the 4-5-1... It's like 140-point Yeah, pace. it's like 140-point pace. Okay. So what we're saying is... It's good. It's not always pretty, <laughs> but when you win every game, that's pretty good living. <laughs> pretty good living. All right. Megan, take us away with your final thoughts on this hockey game. A hockey game. <laughs> it's already behind me. No, it really wasn't that bad. I think AJ mentioned earlier, are our expectations too high? And you said no, uh, because we know we can expect better from this team, and we can, and they'll perform better than they did tonight. So I'm not worried about it. Okay. Expect them to play better? Because we can. They will. The, yeah, the, because the they are is, better. They will play better than this. I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind who watches this hockey team that they will play better than this. And they can win games when they don't play better than this. So, exactly. Well, now it's it's kind of the balance. Yep. Because the skaters stopped putting up six goals a game. Now you're getting the goalie. And now the goalie stopped letting in three goals a game. Yeah. And so it's they've all kind of lowered together. But there's still, it's the, the end result is the same. We didn't talk the about... The pendulum yeah. swung a little, and now Darcy Kemper looks Kemper. like the man. We didn't talk about the high-risk opportunities that he really yeah. played the way that he needed to. He was really good. I've, up until overtime, he was my king of the game. How many, how many games in the first 25 of the season did you say, you really needed that one save from Kemper tonight? We said it a lot, where to, it was just like, just... Yep. Even in, even in games that they ended up winning, it right. was like you wanted just the one extra save. And tonight, uh, he, he got gave like it. four. Yeah. yeah. He, like in the first period. <laughs> he was awesome. He was awesome. He's been awesome. Yep. Since it, that disastrous two-game stretch where he got pulled. It's been uh, switch flipped on that end yeah. as well a it's little bit. too bad he didn't get to finish that Minnesota game because it would have been fun to watch him only give up just that one. Yep. All right. But both of their goalies now trending upward. And if you look at yes. both of their numbers after today, Frankie's going to have like a 922. 
And I'd be willing to bet that Kemper's probably went up to a 9, 13, 14? Somewhere respectable, at yeah. the very least. Meanwhile, you have Eustace Annan and killing it down yes. with the Eagles, too. So Six in a row for the juice. Yep. Yeah. I'm I don't know rolling. what's going on in their game right now. Did. Right now it's 2-2. Kiefer Sher- Sherwood scored. Aw. Yeah. Well, he's back in the AHL. That's what he does. So he does. He gets back down there, and he's just a goal machine. Yeah. Get her done. Uh, I guess that's it. I guess we're done, chat. Uh, we're going to ride off into the sunset, and I'm going to go literally fall asleep on this couch. <laughs> so thank you for, for tuning in. We appreciate he's all of you. got pulled. Ugh. They pulled him. No, he, has a, he had a skate problem. Okay. Oh, I'm like, it's 2 2. There's no way. Issues. There's okay. no way you're I, pulling Eustace like Annan in. He for pulled a, two, a Darcy. Right. A yeah, game. Like, definitely no. the Darcy Kemper school of goaltending. Right. Oh, Colorado. <laughs> we appreciate y'all so much. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. No, no. that's a Sunday. Mm-mm. We will not be back Mm-mm. tomorrow. Absolutely not. I get to move in the morning. Thank you to everybody who has helped me out in the last 24 hours from a really, 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 truly awful situation. Uh, I am going to be good and safe and starting a new chapter of my life at 10 a.m. tomorrow. It's not pretty, but all that matters is you get the win in the Dude. end. There you go. Words to live by. This has by. been one of the most stressful months of my life in many years. I believe it. I believe you. So, so I was not planning on moving. Yeah. I got home on January 2nd and was like, okay, bye. What's up? And then 10 a.m. on January 3rd, I was like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I do greatly appreciate everybody who has reached out uh, and helped me out over the last 24 hours. It has literally been a, a life-changing experience for me in that I'm going from a really awful situation to something so much healthier for me. Okay. That's important. Props I'm so excited AJ. to sleep again. <laughs> yeah. Sleep Memory is, sleep is yeah. good. Shout out to our girl, Me Gerbs. We saw her in the chat earlier. Yes. Good to see you. She's been sending me pictures. <laughs> somebody somebody sent her a hoodie that said, badass brain cancer surgery survivor. And Hell it's got yeah. a picture of like a brain on it. And it's very cool. We're out. We love you. <laughs> we'll talk to you Monday. Until then, goodbye.